Welcome to the Wear Wag Repeat Podcast. I'm Tori Mystic, here with my dog Lucy. Together we're interviewing cool, creative women entrepreneurs whose work is inspired by their dogs. Do you dream of working alongside your dog? Then sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode. On today's episode, you'll hear from an accessories and textile designer who's obsessed with her pug and her Frenchie. Learn about her favorite dog-friendly city on a cross-country road trip, where she finds inspiration for new designs, and what it was like to work with major celebrity dog influencer accounts. I'm talking to Maggie Welsh. She's a textile artist, handbag, and pet gear designer for Pups Who Pack from Madison, Wisconsin. She went to New York City's Fashion Institute of Technology and worked for several women's handbag brands, but most recently, she's known to be the designer of the Pups Who Pack dog backpack and designer pet gear line. Hey, Maggie. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for being on the show. I'm really excited to hear all about your brand and your inspiration and being an awesome dog mom. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm likewise. (laughs) So um, why don't we just dive right in and tell us about Pups Who Pack. How did this come to be? Sure. So um, as you kind of mentioned, I was designing handbags and I launched my own line back in 2015. And it was a line of backpacks, most prominently. And um, I have a pug and a Frenchie, so I ended up making them a backpack. And uh, it was totally just not anything I was pursuing. It was just more for a fun, lighthearted thing. And I I brought her my pug, just took her around for my lunch break. And we have our, our Capitol Square is not too far from my house. So I took her around for a walk and everyone kept asking me questions and stopping me and like giggling. And I was like, okay, there's something more to this than I ever thought. So I kind of started looking into it and I ended up kickstartering it. And um, yeah, it, it ended up getting funded. And since then, that was two years ago, it's kind of become a, an essential part of my business and honestly is a part that I really love. So, so yeah. do you still design handbags and backpacks for humans? <laughs> I do. Yeah. Um, yeah, mostly I do backpacks and then I have some like totes and some smaller wristlets and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, um, of course I was checking out your website and what I think is really awesome is that it all kind of goes together. Um, it seems like the dog packs kind of go with the, well, they don't have to be for dog moms. They could be for people who don't own dogs, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> for, for like the human line, it all kind of coordinates. So is that something that you knew you were going to do when you started the line or has it just kind of worked out that way? Yeah. You know, when I first started to do the dog stuff, I literally made like a miniature version of my backpack for my pet. That's so cute. And yeah. And it was like, I kind of liked the like cuteness of that. And I also liked the functionality and, and, you know, it just ended up being like a good combination that worked well. So, yeah. I think it's a great idea. Do you see a lot of crossover in your customers who buy the regular accessories and the dog accessories? 
Yeah, some. Um, it's definitely it's a particular customer that likes the higher end, like women's backpacks. But uh, definitely some. I would say the majority are looking for like just their dog stuff, and then later on they're like, oh well, I can kind of like save for a special backpack, you know. And I think that a lot of my my ladies do really, you know, they like to dress up their dogs kind of like themselves. And I know I do. Mm-hmm. So that that definitely happens that they buy together too. That's awesome. But they, you're finding that people are finding you through the dog stuff first. And then yeah, they're like, yes. oh, I'll treat myself. Yep, exactly, exactly. Yep. That's awesome. Um, so I was also kind of browsing around your site and saw that the, ba- the dog backpacks are also functional harnesses. So right. that must be pretty unique because... I know like I'm always searching for dog stuff and something that combines form and function is really hard to find. So how, how did you come up with that rather than just having it be like you talk about how it was a cute accessory and people were giggling when they saw you. Um, but then you sort of took it to the next level and it's actually really practical. Yeah, definitely. That's always been, you know, my personality type is to like really combine the utilitarian aspects with the design. Like I'm always like, you know, kind of a little bit, I don't know if I could say design first, but like the design captures you and then the utility keeps you, you know? And so when I made the dog backpack, I was like, well, this has to be like more than just a dog backpack. Like, it could be, sure, but um, I was like, well, what about a clip on, you know, and then I already have to put a harness on my pug and Frenchie because their necks are so wide mm-hmm. that they need to, it's it's best for them. And plus, if you have a puller, for instance, like a really, that just wants to go full speed, it's, it's good to have a harness and it's a safer way of walking your dog, I think, generally. Um, but right. Yeah, so I I just thought it needed to have more of that function really to be worthwhile for for what I was selling. So, yeah. Right. It makes it like an easier sell because it has that functionality right. involved in it Definitely. too. Yeah. Right. Um, okay, so I have a question because the other day I was trying to make Lucy something to wear and oh, yeah. um, she's a Labrador. So she has like a deep chest and then like a small mm-hmm. waist and it was very difficult to make something to fit her. So I guess you used your own dogs as like fit models or did you mm-hmm. recruit any other local dogs to be oh, fit yeah. models for your product? <laughs> and what was that like? Yeah, definitely. Oh man. Uh, so I actually, that first Kickstarter year, I did a calendar of dogs. So it was like kind of a twofold, um, like test it out and I'll like see how many dogs in different sizes, how they fit. Um, and also get, a calendar shoot and then we also I sent out a lot of bags to different dogs just to see what they thought of it and so yeah I have a lot of access to different dogs in my life because it just so happens that you know when you're like kind of a little dog obsessed you just meet a lot of dog people yeah I definitely uh, understand that problem yeah (laughs) yeah it's it's such a good problem right yeah um 
But so I just happen to know a lot of different shaped dogs. Like my mom has three very like medium sized like Springer Spaniels and Terrier mixes. She's got three different dogs. So that helps in and of itself. And then my sister has a dog and good friends have dogs. It's just, it's dogs everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. It's a, it's a very good problem to have. You have been featured on some, um, pretty awesome places on Instagram and on different places on the, on the internet. And one of those, or a few of those are like celebrity dog influencer accounts. So, um, one of them is Gary Fisher, who you can explain to everybody who that is. And I know you were also featured on Doug the pug. Um, they're both pug accounts. So that's kind of interesting, but tell us a little bit about how you even got your product in the hands of these influencer accounts that have hundreds of thousands of followers. Yeah, that was, it's kind of a funny, some of them are funny stories. So Gary Fisher is Carrie Fisher's dog. And now it's her, her um, daughter's dog who also has a French bulldog. So it's, he like, is oh, at wow. home there, which like is a cool. Mirror of your pets. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, he, uh, so I, I ended up, I, last year, actually, I guess, yeah, last year I was traveling. I lived in an RV for about six months with my dogs and traveled around the U S and, um, I met a lady in LA that did like hand, uh, sequin work and she was really, really talented and she was really awesome. And we just kind of hit it off and, she was like, well, let's do a collaborative piece. Send me a backpack. So I made a collaborative, like, uh, sparkle backpack for, um, we decided, like, like if we could have anybody, like, wildest dreams, it would be Carrie Fisher's dog, because he's really awesome. He's got, like, a tongue sticking out permanently. Yeah, he's got, like, that toast <laughs> look going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we were just, like, you know, kind of wishfully thinking this is going to be a backpack for him. So kind of designed it for him. And then months later, um, uh, she moved, she ended up moving from LA to like Canada and, um, and they had like a comic con going through and Carrie was going to be there in her town. So she was like, this is just too awesome. Like I want to meet Carrie first off. And second off, maybe I can get her the bag. So uh, I wrote her a letter and she ended up meeting her and giving her the bag. And I was like, well, I don't know, nothing might, she probably gets millions of things. I know she does. Right. So it was a very like long shot, but. Was her dog with her at the Comic-Con? Yes. And so that like day, later in the day, I started seeing some photos of him at the Comic-Con running around with his backpack on. And then. Sure enough, um, she started bringing him like in, on interviews and book tours with the backpack and brought him on the Today Show and um, like the Colbert Show. Yeah. Like late That's night. so amazing. Yeah. So it was like really your, amazing. literally your dream came true. Right. Exactly. And it's just some, you know, you always think you're ridiculous saying these big you know, lofty goals, but, uh, yeah, it just ended up to be right, I guess. And I would never have known she was on the today show and on all these shows, except for that morning, a good friend, family friend was watching it at like, you know, five thirty, six o'clock right. in the morning and called my mother 
It's like, I swear, I see Maggie's Doc backpacks on national television right now. Like, so I wouldn't have even seen this stuff except for like family friends noticing it for me. That's so, so awesome. Yeah. So it was just accidentally awesome and worked out. And then I guess with Doug, um, Doug was, he is like a customer of one of my shops. Doug Doug the Pug, he is like a super famous Instagram dog influencer. I think he has like 2 million followers or something. Yeah, I know. He's he's so fun. I mean, if you don't know about Doug the Pug, you need to brighten your day, watch any of his videos. He's so happy and so funny. Like um, Leslie, the owner, she just is so creative and she's just seems like a wonderful person. So yeah, totally. Yeah. So she just, she's made these really kooky videos and she really, you know, took off. And I know that she used to manage like bands, um, I believe. Um, and that's how she like kind of knew how to, she's like, I'm going to manage my dog. <laughs> so right. cool. She became like so, his agent kind of. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, that's like, could I add that to the dream list? <laughs> I think you should because so far your track record is pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Oh, man. But so, yeah, he uh, shops at one of the shops that I was carried in in New York City. And um, they were like, hey, like, I bet Doug would love your backpacks. So maybe you want to send him something. So I did. And Leslie liked it. And she put it in one of his, like, back to school videos. And so that was pretty also just, like, totally accidental sort of random like luck and um yeah they liked it and that was cool yeah so it's really exciting to be like I just know anytime I'm reposted by some big account it's just like exciting in and of itself but have you seen a correlation at all to your business growing because of these features with those those two influencer accounts and I'm sure other big accounts that you've been featured on does it help grow your business and sales yeah, definitely. I think it, it definitely gives you a little bit more of like, oh, she, you know, we know her and like she's been seen places. So like credibility, that helps definitely. Um, neither of them necessarily like credit me or at me. So that's the only trouble with that is that it's not like, you know, directly um, right. linked to me. But regardless, you know, nothing's more fulfilling than like, for yourself you know to see that so um regardless it's like I'm so grateful for it and I do think you know people do like I'll have someone like email me and be like I want the backpack that Gary had you know I had I have that definitely um that's awesome so So it is definitely working yeah yeah definitely so um how do you come up with new ideas for new products or new prints that you come out with yeah. Um, well, I, I'm like constantly collecting, <laughs> collecting inspiration, like all the time. I, I'm like an avid photographer, like just if I'm out, I'm taking photos of something odd that no one else notices, but what kind of uh, stuff is odd that you take photos of? Okay. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, like I literally took a photo of a grimy dumpster <laughs> that was like resting <laughs> in a really cool pattern. And that's the sort of like organic, you know, pattern that I'm like, wow, that's so cool. I could see it repeating into a pattern. Um, cool. And so yeah. um, I have to ask, like, are you out walking your dogs when you're taking a lot of these photos? 
sometimes definitely although the two of them are like oh my gosh they're like both going in the opposite directions and mostly wanting to like mark their territory <laughs> but um yeah definitely I mean really whenever I see any like color or anything that I think is interesting I I take a photo and save it for later so but yeah a lot of this last season um was based off of my traveling in the RV so I had a lot of photos from that and then I do a lot of drawings as well and a lot of it's mixed together in mixed media form and, and um, so it, I, a lot of them are a combination of drawings, photos, and paintings that I've done. That's awesome. Um, so I want to hear more about this RV trip because I had no idea <laughs> oh, yeah. that you did that, but I just have gotten into road tripping with my dog and um, oh. I've done nothing at the scale like it sounds like what you did, but what states did you go through and did you have a favorite place along the way that was yeah. super dog friendly? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I did actually, I wrote a little blog post on this. I should have freshened up. Oh, well, uh, we can beforehand. link to it in the, in the show notes for the episode. Oh, sure. Sure. I'll find it for you. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I went, I started from Madison, Wisconsin, and I just went straight south because it was in January and it's super cold. Wow. So we were, we just went straight south to Austin, uh, stayed there for about a month and um, headed west through the desert and then to Southern California, so San Diego, all the way up the coast to uh, Portland. And, and wow, I also ended up in really Seattle. That's a long trip. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it, it, was, it was wonderful, wonderful. And, you know, so many places I wouldn't have seen except for in an RV. You're driving, so you see a lot more. Um, and then, yeah, the long story for another time, our truck broke down on the way back. Oh, no. <laughs> that was crazy. But Was um, it at least, it was like summer when you were on your way back. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, that's better. It was like late May. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So it, that was like one minor thing. But as for, I guess, favorite places and dog places, oh, man, they're I really liked San Diego and I wasn't expecting it necessarily. I knew it was beautiful and I knew yeah. I liked the weather. Um, but there's a lot of like dog parks and I felt like it was dog friendly. I actually did like a pug meetup while I was there and met, we did like chug for pugs. So we had like beer um, and they all funded like a local. Uh, That's really pug. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I wish I would have done even more of that stuff. I, I did meet actually a lot of Kickstarter backers um, on that trip and like met up at dog parks with their dogs. And so it was really awesome meeting some of them and like kind of reaffirming like why I do what I do and meeting the dogs and their owners and how wonderful they are. Um, like I, I met up with one in Portland and, and I met up with their dog friends too. And it was, it was a lot of fun. So yeah, the dog mom and dog owner community is just always, I find it to be like so fun and just welcoming. And when I do road trips, I try to meet up with dogs that I know on Instagram, which is right? hilarious. Yeah. Um, but that's a thing, but it's totally normal to me. Oh yeah, it's, it is. And I mean, it's kind of a gateway for meeting friends, but it's also, it's fun to like, you know, meet 
I mean, more dogs, the better. <laughs> and, uh, exactly. and the people who own them are even better too. So yeah, I totally agree. So Maggie, tell me a little bit about what you have coming up for like the holiday season or for maybe 2018. Do you have any new products that you're really excited about? Yeah, definitely. I'm doing all new prints for the holiday season. So I have a lot of new fun prints that I'm really excited about. And those will be featured in like our, our leashes, bandanas, backpacks. And also I'm going to be adding to that and doing collars and harnesses because a lot of my customers have been asking about that. So I'm really excited about that. And I'm doing some gold hardware in there too, which I really like. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it, I don't know, it makes it look even more expensive. And I really, I like that. I like kind of, um, I don't know, jewelry feel to it. Right. It's a very Um, luxury look. And I think that's a trend right now. I've been seeing a lot more metallic metal clasps and things like that on dog stuff. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It just feels a little bit more like fashion, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, So and hardware is so important to me coming from handbags. Uh, It's like what makes it breaks like a bag aside from like what leather you're using if you're using leather. Um, But anyway, hardware is I'm excited about that. And uh, also I'm doing bag customization. So names and like, um, I'm pretty excited about that because I have, I have seen a lot of like questions about this again too. Like, so I'm finally coming out with that and I'm super excited for especially holiday. You want to like get something more personalized for your dog. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Well, people could get names or they could even get like nicknames or... Definitely. Any funny name they like to call their dog. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like one of my, um, my dog, um, friends, I guess is, uh, she's like, well, maybe I'll put like not a pug on my backpack cause she's a Frenchie. Oh um, yeah. So just do <laughs> stuff like that. And I actually, I even made a backpack, um, that says like snackies on it. Cause that is like a big, like most of my dogs are like, where are the snacks? Yeah, snackies are going in the backpack. Yeah, make sure you pack my (laughs) snacks, mom. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, um, yeah, that. And then I have uh, women's new shirts. I'm doing printed shirts. So with the same kind of textiles that I'm doing for like the bags, for instance, will be in women's shirts. But also I'm doing this sort of, I have two different versions of this Pug and Frenchie printed shirt that I'm really excited about. It's like more of a textile, not like a, you know, like just a French bulldog on it or anything. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like cheesy. It's more fashion oriented. Oh, it's so actually going to be like a velvet burnout that I'm super excited about. Wow. Um, I want this for myself. Like I'm already like, dr- so I've been dreaming there about are it. Like Frenchie and pug like illustrations kind of in exactly. the print. Yeah. So, and it's, so if, uh, velvet burnout would have like the burnout sections would be like a pug face for instance and then they're like, scattered all over the shirt so I'm so pretty to get excited. like super technical with you like yeah. how did you source someone to do the velvet burnout because I know a lot of your stuff almost all of it right is made in Wisconsin so mm-hmm. was there someone locally that does that for you me oh wow <laughs> So that's something I'm, so I'm doing it for a lot of like the holiday markets that I'm going to be a part of. Um, 
So the I actually work out of a studio space, and uh, they have a new screen printing table. And I used to screen print yardage, and so I'm gonna get back into it, and I'm really excited about that. The kind of handmade quality. I don't right. do like enough of that now because I'm so busy with other things. But I'm like, that's okay. I'm going to take the time and do this because I really am excited about it. <laughs> so if it really t were to take off, I could, I have, um, uh, I have some people I can talk to about sewing for instance. Um, but for now I will be the sole person on that. The maker <laughs> in every yep. sense. Yep, exactly. That's exciting. I can't wait to see what it looks like. It sounds really awesome. I'm excited. I want to wear it. <laughs> I always want a way to like express my, like, I'm a French bulldog owner. I'm a pug owner, you know, and, uh, which is kind of silly, but it, it just is true. I'd like, I like more, more people should know so then I can meet more French bulldogs. Totally. <laughs> and so, that's kind of between that and then I don't like cheesy things and I don't like, um, I mean some cheesy, sure. <laughs> right. But I, I generally like more, you know, I want something fashion related too. So Right. So you had to go out and figure out how to make it yourself. Right. And yeah. now the rest of us can benefit. We don't have to make it by hand because you yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, okay. So you love your dogs. So I think now is a good time for us to learn more about them. So tell us yeah. about your dogs their quirky personality traits and, you know, how they inspire you. I know they're the insp inspiration for the line, but there must be something weird they do during the day that keeps you going. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Um, well, we started with Rhea, our pug, um, and we got her as a puppy in, when we lived in New York City. So... She was a New York City pup for two years, and when we came back here, she, she like, is grass crazy, I think, as a result, because she was, like, so grass-deprived in New York City that right. she came here, and literally, I remember the first week I brought her to the park, she rolled around in the grass, just, like, I mean, for 10 minutes so of just, like, oh. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so she's, like, a grass obsessed she'll get so pumped that she does this thing called a pug run where they run in circles and laps and just uh with their tail unwound and just like so pumped like zoomies kind of <laughs> yeah yeah exactly same thing i think so yeah she's that's her kind of quirky personality and she's definitely a classic pug she's like you know very territorial and needs to make sure every dog on the street knows she's around <laughs> Um, she thinks she's kind of a big dog, you know, so the she's usual. like small and mighty. Exactly. Definitely. Mm -hmm. So, and she's also, she's like, she knows all these tricks and she's like, she's, uh, definitely the one in my model photo shoots. She's always like doing the, the like really like stay still stuff. And yeah. it's, yeah, she was actually in a couple photo shoots in New York when she was a puppy. And I think, um, that may be, I don't know, maybe she's used to it or something, <laughs> but it's in her blood yeah. just to model. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Huh. <laughs> and uh, then your other dog is a Frenchie. Yep. Named Toad. Yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Toad. how did he get that name? <laughs> okay. Well, so that's from Mario Kart and Mario Party. Mm -hmm. So there's the 
the character Toad, and also is twofold. He jumps and hops like a toad. He <laughs> has big hops. Um, although he's not very uh, coordinated, so that can be kind of a problem sometimes. But he he loves to jump. Um, so, but he's mostly he's funny. We actually we got him at like around five, and we got him from the Chicago French Bulldog Rescue. Um, and honestly, we got really lucky because I was just kind of perusing, you know, like I mm-hmm. do, I'm like, okay, yeah, I want another dog, but I'm just going to like look. And I found his like it's profile. famous last words, I think. I know. <laughs> right. I knew it was going there, but I found him and it was like, you know, couch potato snuggler and like, um, you know, it just seemed kind of perfect for us because Rhea is a little bit of a couch potato, too. Um, so um, we contacted them, and they had three over 300 applications for Just Toad. So, wow. um, yeah, we got really lucky. I think it just helped that we really knew a lot about flat-faced dogs and um, brachiocephalic dogs and how much cost they can be and French right. bulldogs in particular. So, um he honestly is like the perfect dog pair for Rhea. They're like, like always sleeping together, like cuddlers, and like well, they do a little bit of play, but not like they're mostly lazy. <laughs> but yeah, they're Toad is just he's full of personality quirks because he he unfortunately had kind of a rough upbringing for the first five years. Yeah, you know? he was a stud dog and super underfed and like Aww. left outside and. So he, but he is like, just so like, oh man, he only wants his belly rubs and he is so treat motivated and he's just, he's, he's got the funniest. He doesn't like grass. He's the opposite of Rhea. He actually hates grass. I think it's because <laughs> he's locked outside. Oh, so I don't really know. But they have kind of like opposite problems. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they're both excellent pair and we, we love them. Ah, <laughs> well, I'm glad that, um, that you had them and that they were the inspiration for such an awesome product line. So, um, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you on, on social media, especially on Instagram. So we can see a million pictures of Rhea and Toad <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, um, yeah. and tell us about your, your website and everything too. Sure. Well, so Pups Who Pack is on Instagram. It's just Pups Who Pack. Um, and yeah, I do pretty much, it's like all cute dog photos of many different kinds of dogs. Give the people what they want. Yeah, exactly. No. And what I want, and I just love seeing all of them. And I'm like, I was joking. I have the, on my Facebook yesterday, I was like, uh, you know, scrolling, like scrolling through Instagram. I'm like, it's my job. Oh wait, it is my job. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we're spoiled. Let's just say that I'm spoiled. Um, and then, so actually, if you want to follow Ray and Toad, they have their own because that's just, you know, that's what you do, right? Of course. Uh, so they are Raya underscore N, the letter, and then underscore the Toad. So Raya and the Toad. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, the website is just pupswhopack.com. And my personal website is meggymodena.com. And that'll also link you to the other the other sites as well so awesome uh, yeah well everybody go over and follow 
Maggie on all of her accounts and check out the website, especially the holiday stuff that's going to be coming out because you all need a personalized dog backpack <laughs> for <you>. holiday 2017. <laughs> I love it. Thank right. you. <laughs> Thanks so much, Maggie. Thank you, Tori. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. You can fetch show notes for this episode at wearwagrepeat.com. If you like what you hear, please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And until next time, Lucy and I will see you around the dog park.